0: Mom and I had a this, this is Stephen and I just wanted to share. You should always
1: be in a place where you're celebrated. Life is too short to stay somewhere in poverty. If you cannot help a person, don't hurt them. Especially the it's always just whole essences that bring out the best in other people. It's something that touches other people,
0: and that's what your show does. It It's not just conversation as you started. It, it
2: actually has a purpose. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Coffee Talk with Zoe, your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday at 10 a.m. Get ready, get ready, get ready. I am on my second cup of coffee this morning because I needed to prepare myself for what it is I'm going to share with you today. I wanted to make sure that I was geared up, pumped up, and ready for this hot and steamy conversation. Hot and steamy It's hot and steamy this morning folks Because we're going to talk about Some relationship issues Clearly We're going to talk about some relationship issues And it's going to be real talk this morning Because we're going to discuss This theory of the have And the have not It seems to be a lot of dialogue about why Women Can get into relationships And why some women cannot But we're going to talk about that this morning, the have and the have not. We're also going to talk about this theory of the monkey bars. Yeah, wait till you hear that, the monkey bars. Mm, thinking, huh? Are you the monkey or the bar? <laughs> We're going to talk about that too. We're also going to talk about playing the dating game, and our guest is also going to describe his theory of manhood. So let's welcome to the cafe a phenomenal gentleman who is very qualified to have this discussion with me, the have and the have nots on the Coffee Talk Morning Show. Let's welcome Mr. R.C. Blake.
1: Let
0: me tell you a little bit about this gentleman. I found him on YouTube. He gave a profound message, and I'm telling you, if you have not found his YouTube channel, look him up. He's under Robert Blake on YouTube. He also has an iTunes podcast under R.C. Blake, so make note of that. He's originally from New Orleans and traveling all over the world giving his messages. In my opinion, it's insightful for us, and he tends to talk a lot about relationships. So he is on the air with me to discuss the have and the have not. Good morning, R.C. Blake, how are you?
1: Good morning. I am fantastic. How are you?
0: I am doing well. Can't complain. Can't complain. I'm definitely excited about it. I always having an opportunity to speak with you. I was a under the weather last night, but um, I, I pulled through. I pulled through so I can have this conversation with you this morning, sipping on my favorite morning beverage, caramel macchiato. So that, that's how I'm doing.
1: <laughs> I haven't had a chance to have all of that yet. <laughs>
0: Okay. Well, you still have the whole day ahead of you. you
1: know, yes, I, I do. Like, I,
0: I have, you know, I've I have come to realize, or sense that a lot of your conversations and your messages is directed toward women. Is that, is that is that correct?
1: That is absolutely correct. Would you like to know why?
0: I, I, that see, I'm talking to the right man. That was my next question.
1: Yeah. Well, um, uh, just kind of to be as brief as I possibly can, just to give people as well uh, some perspective, I was the typical young black male and did typical young black male things in terms of relationships with young women. And that is, you know, we typically found in my generation, and I'm certain it's still the same today, we found our masculinity, we defined our manhood by how many women we could Uh, play and um, you know, just really kind of devastate, to be quite honest with you, when I look back on it. And so lo and behold, I grow up, I mature, I come into a place of uh, I evolve into manhood. I, I evolve into manhood and I have three daughters and one day I have this discussion with myself and I ask myself a question, would you want your daughters to date or encounter a man like yourself in the question, or the answer came back rather rather quickly, no. And uh, from that mm. point, you know, I began to um, really restructure my parenting, even to my girls. I started teaching them the things that I did when I was, you know, doing what I was doing. And then that evolved into me doing it in church. I'm a pastor. I started teaching young women in church. And then as I, as I progressed, I wrote the book, The Father-Daughter Talk, and I discovered that um, this is a major issue with women. Um, it crosses over racial barriers. Even women uh, of older years have struggled with trying to understand why they've never been able to have a successful relationship. Mm. And it almost goes back to the, the new show with uh, Reverend Ron and uh, Tyrese, I think it is, it's, mm-hmm. it's not you, it's it's men. I think that's the title of it. And mm-hmm. women quite often don't understand that. And women suffer in terms of their scheme because they, they do everything they can. They're the best woman they can be, but they never can seem to make a relationship work, internalize it, and they believe that it's because of me. And so that's where my passion comes from, to educate a generation of women relative to the game that is being played because they're in a game and they don't even realize it. Wow.
0: That's let's, let's, that's a perfect segue in, into the discussion of why it's so hard for. I'm going to say women because I I feel that I, I don't think men have a problem. I'm just going to put it out there and be honest. This is real talk. I don't think men have a problem finding a mate because men will find anything. They
2: they'll be with a <coughs> woman
0: that they know. They'll have a future with. They know they know from day one they're not interested in this woman, but that'll be his mate. Until he move on to the next. So men don't have a problem finding a mate. They probably find the wrong mate, and that's another topic. But we're going to focus on why women have a problem finding a mate. Now, we hear all the time that we're too picky and our standards are too high. What do you think about that, Pastor? Uh,
1: I don't think that I don't. I don't really think that there is such a thing. Uh, as being too picky or having uh, standards that are too high. I do think that sometimes when I talk to uh, my daughters uh, spiritually and naturally, that uh, women tend to um, look for or identify qualities from the wrong perspective. They look from Mm -hmm. the outside to the inside when i think a woman has to identify a man from the inside to the outside it's not the it's not the label it's the content and quite often women are getting carried away with with the label and when they get it home and they open it up they discover it's either empty or it's poisonous mm. and i had a conversation last week in fact with one who discovered that she you know her Maybe her mindset was a bit vain and so she's now trying to really begin to discover the inner workings of a man as opposed to those external features that might attract her. Because what attracts you is not necessarily what's going to keep you. And I think that, that is a good place to start. Oh, mm,
0: mm. I like that. It's not the label, but it's the content. It's now- the content. What do you think about uh, online dating? Well, because, you know, you know we're working, working people. You know, we don't really have time to go to the normal places that would allow us to meet and engage and have conversations. So people tend to rely on social media or even those dating sites. Do you, do you think those are productive? What's your opinion about that?
1: Well, my personal opinion, I mean, I'm from a different generation. I'm 51 years old, so you know when I came along, we weren't doing our online dating. This is a new generation. I have some young folk that say it's worked for them. In fact, I have one couple that is successful and married as a consequence of online dating. Um, however, I don't believe in it. I don't. I wouldn't trust mm-hmm. it if if I were a young person today. I wouldn't trust it because it is too easy to uh, fabricate a profile. It's too mm-hmm. easy to paint. A picture that uh, you you discern might be appealing to your target, um, so it, would, it wouldn't be my cup of tea. I wouldn't want my daughters, my biological daughters, to do online dating now. Can I control that? No, I can't. But it, for me, it it seems to be just a playground of um, people that might take advantage. That's my personal opinion, and I know a lot of young folk disagree with me, and I, I, I take that charge.
0: Okay. Well, we certainly can uh, un- under understand that, but I guess in, in, from your viewpoint, in a perfect world, if everyone was being honest, then it, 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 would, it would work for you. Huh? Wait, say that again? I said I guess in a perfect world, if everyone was being honest, then it would work according to your in a perfect
1: world. But it's not a perfect <laughs> world. And, yeah. and, and and social media is so big because, you know, it it, it puts a person in a position where they can fabricate things and they can't cover things. Um, so I mean I just would I wouldn't trust it. I wouldn't trust it. You know, and I would say to any young person that uh may think that is the route for you, maybe you, your, your career is so demanding that you don't have the time to actually interact socially for real, um, just be very, very careful, very discerning, especially if you're a young woman um, because, you know, you don't know who's on the other end of that uh, computer or whatever that thing is you're working with, your phone or your iPad or whatever.
0: Well, let's just say on on the other end of that computer or the iPad or whatever that thing is are the men who, um, who, who, who are in the playgrounds page. One, one of your favorite uh, terms is, is, is the monkey bars. So let's talk a little bit about them out there playing playing these games uh, and give them one of the few examples of what this monkey bar syndrome is.
1: Well, in my book, you know, I, 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 I listed a few characters <laughs> that men will play to prey. They will play to prey on um, the credulousness of women. And the monkey bars is when a man will take you and he'll, you know, do everything it takes to wrap you up emotionally, physically, uh, romantically. And then there are seasons where he acts as though he wants to let you go, but then with another hand he holds on to you. And what he does is he ties your life up many times for decades. While he's hmm. yet playing the game, but he's emotionally, he's emotionally invested in to a relationship that is going absolutely nowhere. And again, this is, you know, one of the main reasons why I, I do not believe in online dating is because women don't understand that men 90% of the time approach relationships from the perspective of a game. And when a woman puts all of her information, emotionally, her history, her ambitions, her romantic ambitions, all of this stuff out on Facebook, all she's doing is loading the gun of the hunter. Then a man interacts with her on some social media platform, and he designs a character specifically made to appeal to her. And she believes that she's found the perfect guy. Didn't they just make a movie called The Perfect Guy or something like that? Yeah, she thinks think she has it. the perfect guy. And then she finds out that uh, you know once she's invested herself sexually, against her better judgment, financially, she's wasted time. She's emotionally tied up. She discovers that the image the man betrayed was a t- total farce. So, it's a, it's a real game out here, and social media is the playground.
0: So how, how do you suggest women uh, avoid those traps? So should they slow down a little bit, not, not like Steve Harvey says, you know, not talk so much, let, let him do the talking sometimes, and not say so much as, as to when you, when you first um, have, come in contact with them, where you are, as you mentioned on social media, um, giving them information. Sometimes they do it on the first or the second date or the first few times they encounter them. Like, how you doing? What's your name? And then the women go just ballistic and sharing all this information. So should they hold, hold fast and slow down? What do you suggest they do to avoid um, allowing him to set up his, his, his character for her?
1: Well, I think it starts with understanding this. Uh, now, the, the pastor comes out of me, the Bible says, that a man that finds a wife finds a good thing, and obtains favor. So as a young man said last night in one of our meetings, when a woman marries a man, she's, she does him a favor. So I think we should start with the fact that uh, when I they're like dating. That. Yeah. When she marries I like a man, that she like does that. him a favor. My wife did me a favor when she married. My mother did my dad a favor when she married. So I, I think women that. should start with the fact of understanding that the initial dating experience, he's being interviewed. Many times women approach it from the perspective of I have to sell myself to this man. No, no, yes. no, no. You're the good thing. You're the good thing. He's being interviewed. So if he's being interviewed, he needs to do the talking while you need to do the questioning. And women do talk entirely too much. Entirely too much. And they give away too much personal information that uh a, uh, a an astute player takes and manipulates her emotions with the very information that she gives him. So I think if they would start with the fact that I am the good thing, he's being interviewed, and allow that man to talk and then listen, look beyond his eyes, his haircut, his muscles, his skin tone, and all of that, and listen for his intellect, feel for his spirit. This man mm-hmm. is made of from the inside out, and trust me. If a woman will really take time to get beyond the surface, get off the shallow aspects of it, and really dive deeper to discern what's in that man, it won't take long for her to figure out if he has substance or not.
0: Mm. Mm. I like that. I like that. You should see me here in the studio when you said she's interviewing him. <laughs> you know, I, I, I stood up. I, 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 well, yeah, that's fine. But uh, that it, it, it really says a lot to women really understanding their value. And when they understand their value, then it will be hard for them to uh, go against something that that's not good for them because it you know, just won't settle right with them. And sometimes, women, well, I'm going to tell you this, sometimes you may not have the proof that you need, but something in you just don't mesh with her. You know, and, and, and something your, in something your spirit, is, it could be the way he says things, There'll be something that's in your spirit, in your heart, in your mind that that, that is that is giving you some friction, and, and 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 don't fight with that. Don't fight with that. No. You know, I don't think to prove anything, you know. But just throw down and be aware, and and, and I, I think to listen to yourself is 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 is, is what I would recommend as, as a woman. What would you say about that, Pastor Faith?
1: I would say I would say you're dead on. If you if we learn to listen. And if we learn to follow our heart, our hearts, uh, we would not make all of these mistakes because God is always leading us from the inside.
2: God is leading us from the inside. What an awesome, profound statement. Let's take a quick commercial, and we'll be right back. Have you heard sponsorships are requested? Coffee Talk with Soy is looking for dynamic entrepreneurs like yourself. If you're motivated, energetic with a message or product, consider advertising with us. It's a win-win. For more information on those advertising and sponsorship packages, visit the website Coffee Talk with Soy or call me at 515-I-GOT-SOY. And again, that's 515-I-GOT-SOY. Pastor the we left off you were telling us that God is always leading us from the inside. Explain that.
1: Uh, when a woman is deficient, and by that I mean she does not feel that she is enough by herself, and that if she does not have a relationship, something's wrong with her. She then enters into these relational, or these relationship experiences from a place of deficiency. So she shuts off her discernment because her mind is telling her, you got to have this, you got to close this deal, because if you don't, you know, you're not going to have somebody to go to the wedding with next month. Uh, you know, just crazy stuff like that.
0: I um, want to ask you another question, and hoping we have time to really uh, explore this. Uh, but just for those who are tuning in, I see the, the the calls are coming in, and and this is really good information. We we we've covered one of the things Pastor Blake mentioned about some of the problems women have with finding a mate is that we, we're not looking from the inside out, but outside in, and that we should focus more on content and not the label. And we just finished mentioning the value of women, and and being able to understand your value and doing your dating, um, doing that dating era, recognizing that he is being interviewed, and 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 listen to your heart, listen to God, follow that path. Another um, reason why it may be hard to find a mate, uh, and and I want to ask, I want to ask you this honestly, if um, if we're looking at it, if you have women who are successful, right, successful women and who may just got just got it going off, you know, society paints this picture, the successful women, and and, it, and they paint the picture that it's, it's okay to be single, and yet women are not okay with it. And they may find a man, if you look at the content and, and the content of him, what if, should, should she feel guilty that he does not measure up in terms of um, you meet a lot of men now who are starting over for the second time, and it could be through divorce most times or something like that. Where mm-hmm. now they've left the home and they. So uh, uh, when you look at their, their lifespan or what they have in possession, and not that you're being materialistic, but I know you look at a person you're like, you're 40 something, you're 50, you should have had certain things settled in your life by now. You know, like a car, Absolutely. a house, decent doc, some things of stability. So if these things are missing. And let say he's a sweet guy, man of God. Should she feel guilty about not not feeling compatible with that man because of those things? And I know a Should lot of feel, women
1: struggle with that. They yeah, feel like guilty for not
0: Yeah, like people are, oh, he's a good guy for you. But it's like, you know, he, 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 he's had some challenges and he doesn't have enough. He doesn't bring enough to the table. And not that they are materialistic, but want to make sure there's not that, you know, the woman's looking for a lot of money and, and, and fancy cars, but just stability-wise.
1: Well, I would say this, and I've seen all of it as a pastor. You know, I've seen uh, six-figure women, uh, married guys that may make $25,000, $30,000 a year. And what I've discovered is that a woman has to, first of all, you have to get beyond you have to get beyond uh, how much money we make, you know, what we bring to the table. I, I always suggest to my spiritual daughters and my natural daughters out there today that you definitely want a man with a work ethic. Now he may oh. have had some difficult times that put him on, you know, on the back burner or set him back a bit but you definitely want a man with a work ethic. I would never encourage a woman to engage a man that does not want to work because one of the first cornerstones of classical manhood is working and having a desire to provide. Secondly, mm. um, beyond let's move beyond her looking at him and saying he doesn't bring enough to the table. I think what's even more important to that is than that is does he have the capacity to accept what I bring to the table without being intimidated by it? Because many, many many, professional women that have succeeded, they engage men that don't only bring enough to the table, but he's also intimidated by what she brings to the table. She has to first make certain that he's man enough not to be intimidated by her success. Now, if he's man enough not to be intimidated by our success and he has a work ethic and he has to have a vision, where am I going? Where are you going, brother? You know, you cannot cannot marry a man that does not have a vision. If he has a work ethic and a vision, she may very well be the missing link to help him get to the place in terms of status that he's always desired and needed to be. My wife has been a major player in terms of what I am, who I am today. My wife brought skills and understanding and knowledge of things to the table that I just didn't have. I had all of the raw material, but I needed I needed the right woman to help me pull it together. And this is quite often the case with women versus mm. men. Sometimes he's not always put together, but you've got to have all the parts in the box. Oh, oh, oh! I just
0: love it. It's chill. Love it, love it. Love it. I um. I have a. You know, like 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 you, you know how you, you know, you're giving your messages and you want to empower and, and inspire people to um, live healthier, happier lives. Because you know, I feel that so many people suffer from things that that, that they don't know. Um, like like you mentioned earlier, your 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 vision or your path um, to be able to speak to women. But I understand now that you're also speaking to men now, and you do have. Things that you share with them. You want to give a few examples of those so that they don't feel isolated and they know that there are messages coming from RC Blake's for the men out there. You want to drop a drop a little knowledge on, on what you have going on for men as well.
1: Absolutely. I recently did this thing called uh, the Manhood Academy, and it's a call for uh, it's a call to bring ma- bring men back to manhood and. When I say bring men back to classical manhood, um, I'm in reference to the fact that we currently have a generation of men that have been feminized. And that has nothing mm-hmm. to do with sexual orientation, but it has everything to do with uh, this generation of males' concept of what manhood is. Uh, classical manhood is when a man understands that he is in the world to protect, to provide, to die. So in the Manhood Academy, we're calling men back to a place where uh, they understand their role relative to being the provider, relative to being the protector, and understanding that the woman, that the woman is to be cherished. Uh, this mm-hmm. is this is sorely missing today, and this is missing because we have a couple of generations now that have been fatherless, so men have not had the examples in front of them and the most dominant figures they've seen in their world has been their mothers, their mothers because Mm -hmm. they were abandoned with children. They had to be more aggressive and assertive than women are typically. And so I'm trying to provide a model, trying to bring classical men before this generation now to help men to see uh, what it means to be a man, because, we learn visually most of the time as men. So I'm trying to provide visual models for men to be able to discern what it means to be a father. What does it mean to be a husband? Mm. Uh, What's the value in being uh, committed to one woman and understanding the the marital covenant? So yes, we are beginning to really speak to the lives of men and to the hearts of men, should I say? Awesome, awesome.
0: Well, Pastor... R.C. Blakes, it has been a joy speaking with you today, having you in the cafe with me, and I have totally enjoyed this conversation. Where can others get more information about you and follow you on social media?
1: I am on, uh, they can go to my Facebook page, um, R.C. Blakes, Jr. And um, I'm on Periscope, a, a lot of people are getting hooked. On the Periscope. Uh, At Periscope, I can be found at RSC and uh, what else? Instagram, RSC underscore Blakes. And my website is RSCBlakes.com.
2: Pastor Blakes, we thank you so much for being on the show this morning. We have um, definitely heard a lot. Um, It's been an earful for me, and I know that you've blessed some of the women and men who are listening to the show this morning. So thank you so much for joining us in the cafe, and have an awesome
0: Saturday. I just love this show, Coffee Talk with Soy. That is your new morning show where Real Talk happens every Saturday at 10 a.m. I'd like to thank the listeners and the guests for joining me in the cafe today what a wonderful time we had yes indeed yes indeed don't forget to download the app coffee talk with soy from your app store it's available on itunes and google play stay connected stay connected folks by visiting the website coffeetalkwithsoy.com as well as looking for us under your social media sites we're on facebook twitter and instagram under the name coffee talk with soy Remember,
2: the size of the problem is never the issue. Remember, it's the size of you. Be great because you are awesome. Tell him so he said so. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.
0: Bye-bye.